0: Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. What's up, Design Family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design Podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break it down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. On today's bite, we'll be looking at real and fake fur and how to instantly tell the difference between both. We'll cover the common materials used to make faux furs that we see on the market, cover their production techniques, look at the advantages and disadvantages of buying and using faux fur, and lastly look at the ways to instantly distinguish between fake and real furs this Fitbutt is going to have a ton of great info packed into it so definitely buckle up and prepare for a crash course on everything you wanted to know about faux fur fur is otherwise known as pile fabric essentially faux fur is designed to resemble the appearance of animal fur hence the name it's actually usually made Essentially, how we create this fur element and how we tie it down to a fabric that can then be used into a finished garment or product. And now that we actually understand what faux fur is, let's look at some of the common- We've done a separate video on acrylic in the past that I highly recommend you check out. Modal acrylic, silk, wool, and mohair—those are great fibers to use, and each one is going to have its own pros and cons depending on the cost, the hand and the long-term durability. Looking at the fur backing, so where these fibers are actually attached, cotton, wool, and polypropylene are great options to use, and typically what you see in the market. Next up, let's actually look at some of the different production techniques used to create faux fur. The first one we have is called weaving. This one involves actually looping the fiber through the backing fabric and then interlacing these two parts together. This one, or this technique, can actually produce a wide range of 4 fabrics and is extremely popular when it comes to four-perfer fabrics that we see in the general market. Next up on our list, we have what is known as tough tape. This one is a similar method to weaving, but can actually be processed at a higher speed. So it's a bit more economical and more efficient but it does require specialized machinery to so do bear that in mind. And last up when it comes to the production techniques, we have circular looping and knitting. This one uses the same technique as plain knitting when it comes to producing full furs, but it's actually more economical and produces furs at a faster rate, but it does again require specialized machinery. traditionally considered The creation process of faux furs is environmentally unfriendly. Also, the materials that we typically see used to create both the fur parts and the back of parts of faux furs are also non biodegradable, so it also adds to the lack of environmental freedom. Also, the performance aspect of faux furs is known to be much, much less than that of actual furs. They're less insulating and less breathable than real furs. Now, to round out this episode, what are the ways to actually distinguish between real fur and faux fur? There are four key categories that you actually need to look at and this makes it in, instantly distinguishable between the fact that you're getting real fur or you're getting something that is the faux fur variant. The first one is going to be the burn test. Second, we're gonna look at the construction. Then we'll evaluate the tips and fibers, so getting up close and personal to them. And lastly, we'll conduct what is known as a pin test. First, let's look at the burn test. This involves just a simple and the way you expect. You're going to singe and burn the hair, and you're going to have this burnt hair smell that we're pretty much all familiar with. Especially if you've ever used a a dryer or a straightener on your hair, this is something you're familiar with. Faux fur, on the other hand, is going to melt and smell like burnt plastic. Next up, we have the construction. With animal fur, you're going to have something that is skin-based. Again, this is based on an actual, real-world animal skin. Just grab a magnifying glass or a macro lens and look at the tip of the fiber. With tofur, you'll see something that's clearly machine cut and is extremely united in its appearance. It doesn't look like an actual element that you see out in nature. When it comes to animal fur, on the other hand, it looks like natural hair. If you've ever put a hair strand under a microscope, that's exactly what it's going to look like. It's going to have a natural look and it's going to be pointed at its end. Lastly, run. pass through with no interruptions when it comes to faux fur, you're going to be dealing with a thicker material and one that has more structural rigidity so it's going to be much tougher to pass a pin through the backing of faux fur essentially that's the way to tell the difference between the both and it's really not that difficult to tell so next time you're out definitely give these settings a try well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this vid bite on all things you want to know about faux fur. Again, to quickly recap, we looked at what faux fur actually is, we looked at the common materials used to make both parts of faux fur, the fibers and the backing, we looked at their production techniques, the advantages and disadvantages of buying faux fur, and lastly, I gave you guys my tips and tricks in terms of how to distinguish between real animal fur and faux fur. Guys, if you enjoyed this vid bite, want to see others like this consider subscribing to this podcast playlist whether you're listening on spotify or on apple music I guarantee you, you guys will not regret it we put out great fit bites like this on a week-to-week basis and haven't skipped a beat in over two years guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of fit Byte. until next one stay awesome we hope you enjoyed this episode of fit Byte. if you did please consider leaving a review below it really does help us out Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.